Welcome to Talking Comics with my dad. More comics on this podcast than any other podcast. I'm Rachel. I'm Jim. And what is going on in the House of Commons? Folks, it has been a little bit, and we are coming back with... Um, a vengeance? Uh, uh, I just... what Mild what, trepidation about mild where DC's trepidation. going? What is going on with DC? We thought, right, with James Gunn, Peter Safran, taking over the DC universe, that... Uh-huh. Okay, you know, James Gunn's done a nice job with, yeah, with Marvel. and I like his work. Okay, yeah, it's, this should go in the right direction. Gardens of the Galaxy, all that Suicide stuff. Suicide Squad was great. Yeah, so you're thinking, okay, Henry Cavill's coming back. He announced that on Twitter, made the, the cameo in Black Adam, and he was going to make the cameo in the Flash movie. And now Henry Cavill taking to social media and saying, hey, I've talked with James Gunn, not... Looks like I'm not going to be doing this, and I'm not coming back as Superman, and I, I might be working another project. And so we're also hearing that his cameo in the Flash movie is now out, likewise for Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. So where the hell is this all going? Um, Probably not anywhere good. <laughs> because James Gunn has also said that, that he wants somebody younger to play Superman. But he also says he would. He's really enthusiastic about the idea of doing a movie of Kingdom Come, which, as you probably know, um, that would require an older Superman. So, and what, what you know, you know what's going to happen with the Michael B. Jordan version of Superman? It just seems like it was. It was they were going to find a way to take the existing pieces that worked. Henry Cavill as Superman has worked. Whether you like the Snyderverse or not, I think most of us agree Henry Cavill is Superman. He's done a good job. He's done a, he's done a great job. And with the return of Ben Affleck playing Batman in the, in the Flash movie and now Aquaman, The Lost Kingdom, okay, that, you know, maybe, okay, we're going to walk away from the Snyderverse necessarily, the Justice League and all that, but it's going to be the same actors playing these same characters and maybe... It'll tonally, tonally, it'll be different. And it was a solid lineup. Like everybody yeah. did really well. I'm just, I mean, between this and the news about because Henry Cavill's also definitely not returning to The Witcher. Um, that was confirmed. Um, we'll talk more about his new project coming up in a little bit. I'm just, I, I mentioned this to you earlier, but I'm obviously I don't know the guy. I am being a little bit parasocial here, but I am absolutely furious on Henry Cavill's behalf because me as well. Because here was you know beyond the general like him kind of getting screwed over you know by everything. Here's a guy who is genuinely very enthusiastic about what he does. This this man is a nerd. And he he loves the characters. He loves the stories. And he loved playing Superman. And so, yeah, when you have an actor that's that invested, and and it obviously fits the part, looks the part, right, and has done a great job as that character, why would you start all over again? Why? I, I guess unless you know, we talked about this before we started recording today. If you're going to start, you're going to start over with everything. Yeah, it's going to be a complete reboot. No, so, no more Shazam. No, I no more. Uh, you know. The Flash movie, you you wouldn't release the Flash movie. There there wouldn't be Aquaman in the Lost Kingdom. You you wouldn't have the just okay. We're we're pulling the plug like they did with Batgirl. We're pulling the plug on everything and we're starting over. But that's not what we're hearing. We're hearing that the Flash movie will go forward, 
without obviously the cameos of of Gal Gadot and, and Henry Cavill and Ben Affleck because he's played a fairly significant role in that film is still going to be in it at least as the moment we we haven't heard anything to the contrary I, I just why would you walk away from from actors that because what are you going to do now are you, you going to walk away from Jason Momoa playing Aquaman Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman Ezra Miller's in a lot of, um, he's, he's on pretty shaky ground. Yeah, I mean, see, I, I will say with Ezra Miller, that's the one person I can get behind not being in this movie. Yeah, I think Ezra Miller needs to go away. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I tend to agree with with Ezra Miller no longer being part uh, of the DC universe. But, but the rest of them, they're, they're doing great. They, you know. Fans seem to like both of those actors as those characters. Like they liked Henry Cavill as Superman. And so, and, and like you said, you referenced James Gunn's affinity for Kingdom Come. Is that going to be a standalone film? I guess. What kind of continuity are they are they going to try to come up with now that you've because are you going to so you're going to plug another actor in as Superman who is going to be younger? So he's going to be a lot younger than is is he going to go through some kind of Kryptonian youth transformation thing and, and this they're going to work say- him in with the existing characters and I, you know, I, it's, you know, it's I like what it's like what I've heard about Batman that the possibility of Batman in this universe could be Terry McGinnis, could be Batman Beyond because you'll have Michael Keaton as you know older Batman, and so how are you going to work that in? Because Robert Pattinson's Batman is going to be Matt Reeves' universe. That's going to be an entirely separate universe from everything else. And I'm going to say. I don't know a whole lot about making movies. I've never made a movie. I've never financed a movie. Same here. But all of this sounds really expensive to me. This, this sounds like, where the hell are you going to get the money for this, James? I, I just, to me, why wouldn't you continue to go forward with the actors? Change the tone. It is, it's like... Start, I, start, you can start over and and, and change the tone of the films and and have these same people play these characters. But I've mentioned this before. It seems, it seems an awful lot like, I don't like the tile in this new house. I'm going to burn the whole place down and we'll just rebuild. Well, and, and I tend to wonder if if James Gunn and and Peter Safran were a little upset with, with Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, because they, he asked Cavill to be in Black Adam, do the cameo. He wants to do a Black Adam versus Superman movie. And that pissed them off. That you didn't run that by us. We didn't. We didn't say that was okay. And if that's the case, that seems an awful lot like cutting off your nose to spite your face. You know, and, and maybe maybe the Rock assumed that he had too much power here. Uh, yeah, because I, I think he thought Black Adam was going to be I, the the best you know box office film for for the DC franchise and the history of it. That has not been the case. I, I it's it's he, not done particularly well. Yeah, and I, so I think he overestimated how good the movie was going to be. And how influential Black Adam was going to be in the DC universe. I think it was a little bit of that pro wrestler. Oh, very much. Thing, so, you know, uh, see what the Rock is cooking here. It's all going to be about the about Black Adam, and it's going to be the the focal point of the DC universe. And I think James Gunn said, "No, no, it's not." But but the, if that's the case, then this this still seems like an absurd way to handle that. Yeah, it it just doesn't seem to make a lot of sense. I just I don't know. I'm really, really sad for Henry Cavill. I know. I because I, I like I said, I think he, you know, he was was great as Superman. Obviously, had a, a, a you know a deep attachment to that character. 
And it's going to be unfortunate going forward because, I mean, we were all excited. Hey, he's coming back. I mean, yeah. He's in Black Adam. And you're thinking, okay, this this could be something really cool here. And and just, you know, in, in you know, the, the wave of, like, you know, superhero media that's been very, you know, wink, wink, isn't this dumb, nod to the camera kind of stuff that we've seen in a lot of stuff, Marvel especially. Yeah. But, you know, it's so nice to see an actor just genuinely love what he's doing and love the source material and it feels like he's getting punished for that yeah and so for for henry cavill who has left the witcher thought he was going to come back to play superman on a regular basis now he's not but but don't feel too bad for him because he's still in the running to be james bond he's also he's also going to be in something else that he has a real passion for and that's warhammer Forty Thousand. that'll be on amazon streaming services yeah, and um, yeah, Warhammer is a huge media conglomerate. I am not familiar with it myself, but I know about it by osmosis just because so many people talk about it. I personally hope that um, I saw this hypothesized on Twitter, and I know it was a joke, but I like this idea. I want his series just to be Henry Cavill sitting in his living room painting Warhammer miniatures and just talking about <laughs> Which the he lore. does like to do. I think that would be great. I would watch that. I would watch every episode. <laughs> That's just my personal. Uh, that, I, I don't think that's yeah. going to be it. But I, man, I hope not. Because no offense to Henry Cavill, he's a good dude. But I don't think I'd sit there and watch him paint well, little sounds, miniature figures for. That sounds like an a hour problem. <laughs> well, I think that's a me, me, and a lot of other people's problem that would have an issue with that. But it's a world like forty thousand years in the future. Yeah. Where it's where aliens have come to Earth, there's magic elements to there's, it. It's it's very like military, like space marines, guys right. in huge armor and, right. and so, aliens. So, the, so we don't know who he's going to play in it, but he's also going to produce it though, and so yeah. that's that's part of the role that he's going to have in Warhammer Forty Thousand. So I think it could be kind of cool. I'm not real. I'm not familiar yeah. with it. Yeah, so. like I don't go there, but I hope it goes well, and I wish him the best. Cause I think it, it shows Amazon's continued commitment like with the boys and and other shows that they put out to to come up and and the new lord of the Rings series maybe we'll get henry cavill on the boys maybe that'd be kind of cool maybe who knows kitty can't play superman though in that well i mean he he'll just he can be like cameoing just as as a dude on the street who calls homelander a little punk (laughs) that'd be great i'd love that all right so something else i know you wanted to talk about Mm mm-hmm Donald Glover. And he is playing one of Spider-Man's most well-known and infamous villains. Um, Question you know, mark? <laughs> he's he's up there with the likes of Paste Pot Pete in terms of uh, fame, who, who was also an actual bad guy. Um, Donald Glover will star in Sony's Hypno-Hustler movie as the Hypno-Hustler. Who is the Hypno-Hustler? He's a Spider-Man villain. But like a, um, not even a B-list? Z-list. <laughs> Yeah, you can't you can't go any you can't go any farther than Z List. Uh, made his debut in nineteen seventy eight. Uh, the character is a frontman of a band called the Mercy Killers, and he has the ability to hypnotize people with his guitar. And so they would hypnotize people, and Antoine Delson, which is the character that he's going to play, uh, he would hypnotize them, then they would rob them. Right, as you do. But in the comic books. They kind of make fun of him. He's kind of a oh, yeah. kind of a joke it's like, character. You know, oh disco. You know, but back when you know making fun of disco was really really cool. <laughs> so my my question is this: so 
is Spider-Man going to be in this or or is it From just From what I could tell, yes, Spider-Man, this is going to be a Spider-Man movie. Um let me Because they're making the the reference to this as a hypno hustler movie mm-hmm. based on the disco era Spidey adversary. This is from Superhero Hype. That, according to this, it's just going to be about him. Now, you mentioned Miles Murphy. You mentioned this to me before we started recording today that mm-hmm. Eddie Murphy's son is yeah. going to be, it's a script by him. But as of right now, it doesn't, they're not making any reference here to, to Spider Man being in this film. From from what I can tell, it might be something kind of along the lines of, you know, what they've been doing with, like, the Venom movies and, the, and Morbius as, as well as that did. It's going to have to be really, really hokey. Oh, of course. Cornball. Oh, totally. <laughs> Which, well, I have a feeling that's not the direction they're going to go, and it'll try to be really, really serious. I really and, and hope they don't good. do that. Because I, I think Donald Glover's really, really talented. I, but. See, I can't... I can't see Donald Glover getting behind something that's like super gritty. And I, I don't know that just, I'm really hoping it does go the hokey route because I would love that. I would actually, cause the main reason he said he had interest in the characters because it's not really tied into the Spider-Man deep lore. There's not a lot of like, you know, important story threads tangled around that character. So you can kind of do what you want with him. Right, And I like that attitude. I think that that's a good thing because there is such a cluster mess with, you know, you know, all these things, the multiverses and the plot threads. And it's just like, I just, I want to see a movie. I just want to see a silly superhero movie. All right. So this gets away from the superhero talk, but this is something I know you really like. And that's five five nights at Freddy's. I guess not necessarily something I I like, but it's it's um, more in my realm because I play a lot of video games. And so it looks like the that the Blumhouse they're going to finally release say or they're working on the the the, adapt, the adaptation of the video game Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah. And this interested me because um, they've been talking about a FNAF movie for a long time, and it's been kind of in development hell for years and years and years. And it's something that a lot of people really want because. The main reason I know as much about Five Nights at Freddy's as I do is everything I've learned about it, I've learned against my will because uh, <laughs> I, at my work, I work with a lot of teenagers and it is very popular with the youth. With the youths? The youths. Yeah. The, the youths love their um, evil, scary animatronics. Essentially, it's a guy that works at like a Chuck E. Cheese. Mm-hmm. It's Freddy Fazbear's Pizza. The animatronics come to life. And they, they kill people. And so it's this guy that works there as a security guard has to find a way to survive the night. And yeah. so they're, they're casting Matthew Lillard. Gee, Scoob. I do uh, love, I love some Matthew Lillard. <laughs> Scooby-Doo fame, playing Shaggy. Uh, of course, the Scream films as well. And Josh Hutcherson, better known from the Hunger Games films. Mm-hmm. And so we don't know who they're playing, if they're going to do voices of some of the animatronic characters or, or what the deal is. But those two have been cast. And... Blumhouse, they've been working on this since about 2017, so it sounds like they're getting a step closer to uh, Five Nights at Freddy's becoming a reality. Yeah, and I mean, I'll admit, this this intrigued me. It's it's not necessarily because I, I love the game so much. as I Have you really, played the game? I have played the game. Um, it's not very exciting. Honestly, it's a lot of, like, sitting around and waiting. <laughs> not my cup of tea. 
But um, I don't blame you. I love Matthew Lillard, though. I think he's great. I think he is. I, I love his weird energy he brings to everything. So yeah, I think he'll be great in it. What whatever they have him do, whether it's doing a voice or actually in the movie. Yeah. Okay, I want to wrap it up here with more of the sci-fi vein, mm-hmm. and that's Avatar: The Way of Water. Right. How excited are you? to see the new Avatar movie and, or, and movies that'll be coming out. When I saw the trailer, I felt absolutely nothing. <laughs> That's kind of with me too. It's, I liked Avatar, but. It was, uh, it was I, a perfectly yeah. serviceable movie. I, I, I liked it. I, I thought it was cool, but it's, you know, I, I just, it's been so long now that I, I just kind of stopped caring about it. And here's the thing. Cause it's been what? Uh, seven years? I, I think it's been longer. I think I saw that movie like the year before I graduated high school, and that was 2010. Yeah, it's it's been so long. And, like, I, I don't want to sound like a jerk. And if anybody's excited about Avatar, hell yeah. 2009. Yeah, yeah, year before I graduated high school. Wow. But like all, all the power to you if you are stoked for this movie. I, I hope you see it. I hope you love it. I hope it is everything you could ask for. I just, you know, back when the first Avatar came out, it was really special. It was really something because of like all the CGI and all the effects. And right. Like, now it's 2022 and having really good CGI isn't like, you, you can't sell a whole movie on that now. And when you take that away... This movie is just dances with wolves, but with blue people. <laughs> with, with yeah, it's, exactly. It's true. CGI blue people. <laughs> and it's just it's. I can't remember a single character from there. I can't remember like outside of the general theme, like any really big like moments that I'm just like, wow. I, yeah, I just that was a cool concept. Yeah, it's like you know the injured soldier Sam Worthington, Jake Sully. Mm-hmm. You know they have him go into the body of a of an avatar. Of yeah. the native creatures to try to learn more about them. You know, Stephen Lang as Miles Quaritch. I yeah. believe that's how I've, Pretty it's been, sure. It's been 2009. That, <laughs> that sounds he's right. He's supposed to, to be in it, even though he dies in the first one. They 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 explain how he's in it. And, he got better. But to me, he was great because he was such a good baddie. Oh, he's he a was great, such a great villain. He's a in wonderful that. villain. You know, he's Zoe Saldana's in it, so Granny Weaver's back. I mean, it's but it's just kind of like that was 2009. I just and it was a and the new movie's like three hours long. I, no, no, absolutely <laughs> not. No, I, I want to care. I want I want to care, but I don't. I just like. I mean, I, I don't know how bad I want to care. I'll put it that way. I liked Avatar, but it wasn't like it was like Star Trek or Star Wars or something. Like, oh my god, I can't wait to watch the next one of this. Did you know there was an Avatar theme park? I think there still is. I yeah. think it still exists. I, I mean, I don't want to crap on Avatar because it's it's either. a cool concept and James Cameron's a hell of a filmmaker. But I just I like James Cameron. I like a lot of his work. I but just... it's like so many things now. When so much time passes, that you just start to go. I cared about that all those years ago or cared more about it now than, than I do now. It, it's like when there's shows that aren't on for a couple of years, like I had, I had a really hard time, you know, with, um, with of course, um, oh gosh, HBO. I'm drawing a blank on the name uh, of the show now. Jon Snow. Oh, uh, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Yeah, Thank Game you. Of Thrones. Sunday. 
my Broncos are stinking again. He's in a bad mood. So I'm in a bad place. <laughs> you know, when, when Game of Thrones is on, I love the show, but it's like, how, what, year and a half, two years between one season to the next? And you just stop. And you just stop caring. Outlander's another show that your mom and I liked. And, yeah. But you have you have to wait, and I get the pandemic plays a role in that, but... After a while, it's just like, man, I just... It just starts falling out of your I've head. I've moved on to other... I've moved on to other things. And I just... I don't know. I I just never really cared very much about Avatar. And I, I don't want to sound like, oh, I don't care about this. I, I know a lot of people like it, so I don't care. But it's, it's like, I hope everybody who's really excited about this... And I love that people are excited Great. about it. <laughs> yeah, watch it. Enjoy it. I, I just... I just have a really hard time getting excited for it. I will probably not be watching it and that's okay. Yeah. And that's if okay. it's sometime it's on HBO max or something. Sure. Go to the theater. Yeah, probably not. I, the movie has to be really special if I'm sitting for a, for three hours in a the theater to yeah. see it. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I hope avatar two is good. Uh, if it's not, I'm very <laughs> sorry, but I just don't, care very much okay one final thing here since we're in the holiday season mm-hmm. i've had some co-workers that have seen violent night mm-hmm. with david harbour as diehard santa claus right as john mcclain santa claus wow santa violent <laughs> that's something i've never heard Are, of before any interest in this any interest to go go see this i maybe not in theaters but you know what i I would consider watching it if it, when it's on streaming. I will probably watch it. It just looks so ridiculous that so, I would. Yeah, I'm not going to pay money to go see it, but I'll you know get it from the Mesa County Public Library. Heck yeah, Sports or, Public Library. Or or I'll watch it if it's on HBO Max or Netflix or something. That, that 25 cents you pay in your tax dollars every year goes to support us. You might as well go get yourself a free movie. Speaking of baddies like Stephen Lang, I always enjoyed John Leguizamo as a bad guy. I love John Leguizamo. <laughs> yeah, so he's the bad guy in it. So it's worth watching at least for that if though if I, they'll see david harbour with a candy cane in his mouth <laughs> and blood on his face i'm gonna say ho, though, ho, ho. <laughs> merry christmas mother effers <laughs> but okay i'm going to be comparing violent night to and i feel really bad i can't remember the title of it but there was this other like santa is like a, a killer thing that i watched it was i i think back in the 80s like 80s early 90s except santa was like Santa was a demon. Santa was born of a demon, and um, he basically lost a hockey game with an angel. So he had to give gifts to all the good children for a thousand years, and his thousand years is up. So now he's on a murder spree. And okay. it was one of the stupidest things I'd ever watched. He was Santa was played by a pro wrestler, and he was not. He 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 was sure a big strong dude. <laughs> And that's all I can really say for him because he was not a good actor. <laughs> it was crazy. And I'm my bar for killer Santa Claus movies is up there. So let's see a or violent night. Down there? Uh both up and down. <laughs> it's it's a crappy movie, yeah. but it's a great crappy movie. Yeah, I I said not gonna go pay money to see it, but if I happened to rent it or uh, should say check it out at the library, I probably will do that. I'm gonna give Violent Night a try. Okay. All right. And I guess that's it. And uh, for all our listeners who celebrate it, Merry Christmas. For those of you who don't, I hope you're enjoying your holiday season. And yeah, until next time, I'm Rachel. I'm Jim. And we'll see you later. (laughs) 